Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 110 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Excuse me, the Gilded Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is April the 27th, and I, the Destiny bad boy, not Ryan Fox, have returned with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now. Jared? You know, this paragon over here is just sitting here on my leader's throne thinking that why did we even put up with Fox? But, you know, he's entertaining, I guess. <laughs> And the chronicler himself, Chad Ocero. Uh This paragon is also wondering, but, uh, you know, he is good company. Um, so we, we can bring ourselves down a level a little bit. Forever Six. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again. Click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us bungee friend request. Uh, Sam brought us the twelve this week, but before we get into that, let's listen to our intro music from everybody's favorite link, who you can find on Twitter at Link of Time G. Right, everyone episode 110 um this week in destiny is getting a lot of looking forward to ahead of guardian games that's going to be starting on tuesday so this is what this is going to be the fourth time coming around for guardian games and um each class have won once almost it seems like by design uh to uh, spread out the winnings by bungie If uh, you've been up to date with the other seasonal, like the dawning, what's that? What's the one during Halloween? There's another one there, um, where Festival of the Lost. That's the one. Yeah, Festival of the Lost. Yeah, that's it. Um, there's gonna be another title for you to earn, and if you earn that, you earn like, was it Chad the Champ? Revelers. The Reveler. That's right. Where like you've done all the events for the entire year, so um, just let you know, we see people running around with that title. You mean these people just give up on their social lives and haven't really cared about anything else, especially not touching grass. You'll probably see a few of those running around pretty soon in the tower. Now, Guardian Games, they also, they also spend all the money for the cards too, right? Uh, no, you can get the titles without spending money on no. the cards. Yeah. Mm. Thought you had to. My bad. Um, playing the Guardian games, you got to get uh, bronze, silver, gold, or platinum medallions and get those and then go deposit them in the tower and make your subclass flag fly higher than the others. Um, so that's how that's going to work. But as you turn those in, you're going to be getting some rewards. And they usually... Uh, between enhancement cores, enhancement prisms, and also two weapons to choose from. The title returns, which is a aggressive SMG. And then we're also getting a new one called Terra Expose. I don't know. I mean, Teraxipose. Teraxipose. Okay. All right. Uh, it's a 200 RPM scout. Uh, so it's a lightweight frame. So that'd be kind of good to go after we'll see we'll see what kind of action it has uh in the environment i'd say those last three letters are probably appropriate for how that gun will turn out if i had to guess mm, yes that's probably the truth there um with the guardian games comes a new crucible playlist and it's going to be a supremacy makes this return basically like kill confirmed uh, and call of duty and then what was it in halo Didn't Halo have a game type mm. where like someone something dropped on the kill and they had to go pick it up? Is it kill? Con- no, wow. I thought Halo had one. I think I think it was in like the later Halos. It definitely wasn't yeah. in the earlier I think it was in, Halos. I think it was in Reach. Um, I know which one you're talking about. I just can't remember the name. Yeah. 
You drop um, like a medal and you pick it up. Yeah. But this time, you're going to be on a team of the same subclass. So, I mean, six stacks of Hunters, six stacks of Warlocks, and six stacks of Titans going at each other. Uh, if you're a long-time listener, you know last year, this podcast, we said the exact same thing is what we needed in Guardian Games. And here we are. So, I think Bungie might be finally listening to us. Woo. I I think they've been listening a, a lot longer. I see I see the numbers. There's uh there's dozens of you that listen. So it's much appreciated. <laughs> Multiple uh, dozens? Yes, dozens with an S. Even <laughs> Baker's dozens. So I'll, I'll take it. We out here. Um so how do you think this is gonna play out? How how annoying you think this playlist is gonna be? I probably won't go into it, if I'm being honest. I I'm, will uh, try I'm, it I'm, a couple times. I'm still afraid of getting best dressed, so got to be careful. Why? You don't have to worry about that. Mm, For multiple reasons, I guess. I forget what we actually made that out to be, Fox. The first one to get it or the last one standing? No, it's it's the last it's last man standing. Last one standing. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. So um, we'll cover that in Gambling Corner. Um, <laughs> me personally, I do see myself playing this. Um, I definitely want to give it a try and see how annoying it is to go up. I was hoping they would go 4v4v4 in this, but you know they probably couldn't get enough Warlocks to play PvP to have the... Medium the, team battle, baby. To have <laughs> populated. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that would have been uh, super cool, uh, 4v4v4. Uh, Man. And it's uh, maybe if Bungie supported PvP a little more, more people would play the Crucible. Yeah. Uh, but I, in, in all seriousness, like not playing like a character, uh, I I do really like Supremacy. It was one of my favorite. That and Kill Confirmed, like in the Call of Duty stuff, always did like those game modes. So I will probably dabble in there some, but um, but it's not it's not gonna be like something that I hit right at reset. Super excited to do. So uh, as a hunter main here, I think the Titans are going to be the most annoying to go against. What's that based upon? The amount of solar charging that they can do and bubbles, void over shields still going on. Yeah, I think I think Titans. Mm. I, yeah, that's good. That's, give me loadout ideas. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what do y'all think? Do you think you two are just going to pick Hunters just because there's so many of them? There's only going to be max of six, so. Mm. I, I'll probably run Warlock just because I'm kind of just, I just always, unless I'm like running a raid or I'm or doing something like that, then I usually just stick to Warlock. That way I don't have to think real hard about Anything I do kind of like the strand titan class is kind of fun, but Heck I really yeah. don't really appreciate it. I really don't really I'm enjoy sorry. playing any of the hunter subclasses. I am going to be running almost exclusively hunter unless we're raiding until uh, I get some stuff done. Um, not because I want to, but uh, because I need I need to get some things done on my hunter. Um, so I'll probably be in Guardian Games doing that, and then I'll just switch over to my Titan to bank stuff, and then switch back to my Hunter to play again. Because <laughs> you can bank on any of your characters; all the medals and stuffs are per per account, and then you can bank whenever whichever character you want. Um, but it'll it'll be they didn't say much about it because I remember they've they've slowly been changing it little by little over the last couple years. Um, so I'm I'm wondering if they're gonna make any changes. Or if they have already made changes and just haven't said anything. Um but we'll we'll find out. We'll find out on uh on on Tuesday. Yep. All right. Um after Guardians Games and the Twelve, we're going to be talking about the next trials map. 
um, on May 2nd, you'll be getting an email that you can vote. You can vote for Rusted Lands, Convergence, or Disjunction. So, um, yeah. Not three of the better ones. I mean, I'm yeah, voting so, Disjunction all day. I, uh, I'm really bad with map names in this game. Mm-hmm. So I, I was looking at the pictures, right, in the TWAB, and I was like, I'm definitely not picking that one. Oh, I'm definitely not picking that one. And then I got to the third one, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to pick that one either. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I think I'm with Chad. Just pick the absolute worst one, which is Disjunction, just to torture the trials players the just even more. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not it's it's they're just horrible. Like the only the only place I could see disjunction being good in, besides like if you want to play a really long game of rift, um, is four v four v four. That'd be awesome. Just three teams of four on disjunction because it's a long map. It's a big big map. It's a little bit wide but a little bit long. So it'd be like you'd get some really weird engagements on 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 a four v four v four multi teams. So I think that'd be fun. But other than that, like there's this junction really is too big to need to exist in this game in particular. For trials too. What is it? Three V three? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You're never going to see each other. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of yellow bellies out the, on the outer edges with scout rifles trying to pick people off. Um, all right. Next up is uh, some strand updates coming uh, next season. Yeah, season 21. So Grapple, they're going to reduce the cooldown from 105 seconds to 82 seconds. And they reduce the minimum of time between Grapple activations from 2.5 seconds to 0.2 seconds. So overall, uh, that's a, a solid change for, for that grenade. Um, I don't think this grenade is annoying in PvP at all, and I think we just wanted more uptime in PvE. So I think that's what the what that's going to be. Next is the Strand Hunter and Threaded Spike, and uh, that is increased damage versus PvE combatants by fifty five percent. This is the the Hunter melee that they throw out, and then increase the projectile travel range before it returns to the player by thirty percent. Slightly reduce the speed of which the dart returns to the player so it's easier to catch. They also increase the energy gain from catching the dart based on the number of enemies hit. And it now can pierce Cabal Phalanx Shields. That's a very good positive. There's so many of those going on in uh, Neonuma, probably trying to be figuring out Strand and your melee just whiffs and doesn't go through the shield. I wish they would just straight up made this melee anti barrier, but. Maybe it ended up being that way because of the way that's got coded. I don't know. We can always we can always hope, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I there is a artist reference collection in the TWAB. If you want to look at that. And then also Wither Horde won the vote last week for Exotic to get the next ornament, and it got forty five percent of the vote. If you're in Georgia, they'll be doing a revote, but Thunderlord got 36%, and then Izanagi's Burden got 19%. So, well, election rigged, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, we need to storm the headquarters. All right. Um, that's basically it for the swap, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. What would you rate this TWAB on? Uh, on a on a one to ten, the fact that we got a Guardian Games article on Wednesday before the top that the top didn't need to cover any of it. That means it's like a six point one. Okay. Mm. I gave it a five point seven. The strand updates is the only thing that saved it from being lower. Listen, any TWAB that has more community content than content from Bungie employees is not a twab for me. So I'm going to give this one a <laughs> Wow. It's quite the raspberry. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, so let's go move us on to our three likes and three dislikes this week in Destiny 2. Uh, this week we did some Grandmasters. We did some rating, some Master uh, Root of Nightmares rating. But for me, my like is going to be Completed Paragon and Conqueror Gilded 8. Uh, technically, we should be Gilded 10 at this point. If you're keeping it along from our before they started the gilding, so yeah, that's my like. It's like getting those done. I like showing those off, saying that I don't like to touch grass. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've got the conquer seal every season that's been available. I think the first time it was season ten was available. Um, so I this week I got uh, I got. But a lot of things done in Destiny. I'm one lore piece away from being a, what's it called? A dream maker or something? Dream warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Dream so, maker, uh, that's, a, that's a song, right? It's like a, a make a wish thing, right? Oh. So, that, uh, that, <laughs> that, uh, that should be fun to get that. Uh, we did get, a few Sherpa raids in. Uh, I have been hitting the LFGs pretty hard. Uh, I will discuss that in my dislike, however. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my like is having reasons to play Hunter again, regardless of what the reasons are. For me, it's basically, it's literally just doing the A to 1 bounties for the transmog. Like I, I just don't play on my hunter anymore because I'm either I'm either on my Titan or I'm doing a warlock, and those are the two things that I have. The only time I'm on my hunter is to run the third raid of the week for the for the boys, and that's it. Um, so even if it's something dumb, I'm glad to do it. I have banana this week, so I'm gonna be running that and just getting my hunter hunter on again. Um, trying to make hunters great again in my eyes. Um, for me personally. My hunter's my hunter gameplay is not good. Um, and as far as my dislike, it is the banana grind. I don't know what it is. I think um, I'm allergic to wins, and my subconscious knows that, and so it does everything it can that if, if it feels there's there's a win in the future, it just you know my fingers swell up. I start sweating into my eyes, you know, start coughing a little bit, get a little swelling my throat, just can't breathe right. Weird, I don't know, but uh, three iron baron is in, and I'm at 58% wins, and I'm like, holy moly, this is not gonna be, <laughs> gonna now, be a good week, week. This week is the one with the Kapal turrets, right? Like zone yeah. capture or something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this is where Titans bubble super meta and mm-hmm. well and where locks are. Yep. 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 And you're playing. You're playing hunter. Yep. I'm just gonna be tethering, Makes just sense. tethering. As soon as I see that spot, I'm just gonna tether right on top of it. Okay. All right, my dislike this week is uh, I've had some pretty tough RNG on these uh, resonance slash red border weapons. Uh, so I did grind out. It took me about three hours of grinding the first encounter to get my five trustees in the Deepstone Crypt. Uh, spread that out. I think I might have done all of that on... I think I got four out of five on Tuesday, and then I'd already had one that I bought last week. So that wasn't uh, too bad. However, um, the last thing I need out of there is posterity. So kind of did two little miniature posterity farm sessions here and i've had a total of 16 drops so far out of those 16 eight have been the class item four have been the chess piece three have been heritage and i've got one posterity but it did not drop as a red border so over 16 so far on that encounter then went to the war table i had 51 engrams of the seasons of defiance engrams but oh all i have left to get is going to be um i need five of the hunter swords 
I had uh, two other swords and I already had Imperial Decree. And out of those 25 possible drops, I got one red border hunter sword. So not been a great red border week for me. All right, uh, my dislike is going to be the Vex Caliphal mission and the lack of checkpoints because I was kind of just like taking my time going through it, uh, just like doing a couple of chests here or there. And then I was like, oh, it's time to raid. And I left it and I knew that I couldn't go back to where I was, even though like you can die in Boston Canners and it sends you back to a checkpoint. So um, I think like there's kind of no reason not to have checkpoints on the regular version of the mission. I understand on the legend version that you shouldn't have checkpoints because like it should be like difficult in a one-time playthrough, but it's kind of where I'm at with it. All right. Next up is weapons breakdown. Um, this is going to be fast and dirty for the most part. Cause I'm throwing it in there last minute, but we're going to do the guardian games weapons. So, uh, Traxipus, if that's the way it's whatever it is, um, it's going to be a strand scout rifle so that is I, I guess it's a little intriguing because of that um column three it's gonna be real simple for me it's gonna be outlaw because the other options are really not that great besides fourth times the charm i'd rather just have outlaw instead um last column you got explosive payload you got focus fury hatchling kill clip I think those are the one, those those four-ish I would consider using um, overall. You can never go wrong with Outlaw Kill Clip or Outlaw Explosive Payload. Payload is just overall always great in this game. Uh, if you're doing a hatchling build, if you're one of those warlocks, um, I think the Brood Weavers, they can really make hatchlings do a lot of stuff. So I think that's, that's a good one to go for. The title, Void SMG, I guarantee you probably have a Void SMG in your vault right now. Uh, this one comes out of the box, recoil direction to 85, so that means you can go nothing but range and stability in that in that barrel. Um, Perks-wise, Calm 3, DSR for PvP uh, or Perpetual Motion. And then you have Threat Detector for PvE. Uh, Column 4. You have Surrounded, the pair with Threat Detector for PvE. You also have Vorpal Weapon and Repulsive Brace, Swashbuckler, and Focus Fury. I think those can be right for the certain things, right for, right for the correct builds. Uh, PvP, in the last column, Rangefinder. However, Rangefinder's range is supposed to be untied from... The zoom factor should be untied from the weapon at some point in the future by Bungie. So... Um, you can look for a rangefinder replacement in that way for PvP. And with that, I don't really know what you'd be into. Maybe Swashbuckler to try to get some some of that going. DSR Swash for PvP uh, as one to throw in the vault to keep uh, for a rainy day. I think that takes us to Gambling Corner. Uh, so standings at the end of last week's episode... Jared had 4,000 Glimmer. I had 12,000 Glimmer. Chato had 10,000 Glimmer. Uh, the way this segment works, if you're new, uh, and if you are, thanks for listening and making it this far. Uh, we each start with 10,000 Glimmer at the start of the season. We proceed to come up with stupid little bets that we make each week on the show. And uh, sometimes they're like anti-bets, sometimes they're straight-up bets. Uh, it kind of varies just kind of how we're feeling, what's going on that week in Destiny. And with that, um, we keep track. If you ever go bankrupt, you have to buy back in by putting up a weapon to sacrifice uh, for the other two. So a weapon out of the vault or something. The other two determine what the value of that weapon is. And then... Uh, you have to delete it in order to buy back in. Uh, it gives it a little bit of stakes, something fun. Uh, it doesn't happen real often that somebody does end up losing. <clears throat> so we have uh, two active bets. Uh, the first active bet was uh, the, I believe it was the, well, this says the first to get best dress commendation. That's how it was written in here. 
so Jared, I guess that you and I can decide, do we want to keep it going or do, you, do we just want to split, split it? So we just split the, uh, we just get 500 each, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or roll it over. I'm good either way. So it's, it's up to you. Let's, uh, let's split it. That way we can not have to worry about, um, guardian games next week. Uh, Chad was clearly the, Chad was clearly the cutest. Chad was the cutest out of us. So he got the best dressed, uh, accommodation. I was the only one playing. I don't, it doesn't matter. I was the only one playing any playlist stuff. I just want to know here. what class you're playing on when he got it. Uh, Warlock. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Got those thick, it was my, it was dummy my thick helmet. robes on. They got me. Those dummy thick robes on with your little cat helmet. So uh, the other one that we had, uh, this was the main one. Uh, so we had three grandmasters that we hadn't cleared yet. We hadn't even attempted yet. And it was uh, the least amount of total deaths among the cleared grandmasters before the next pod. So before today, and uh, we all threw 2000 in for that. So uh, we did complete three grandmasters. Uh, When do we do them? Like Friday, Saturday, or do we do them all the same night? I can't remember. They are all up on the YouTube channel, which is where you're watching us now. Don't forget that we do have a YouTube channel if you're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, or other podcast services. Uh, these are not, I just want to be very clear, these are not like edited whatsoever. We literally just go live and what happens, happens. Uh, so saying that, uh, the first one we did was the Mars Battleground. Um this was our ugliest of the six, I would say. Uh, we, Chad and I had a lot of deaths in this one. Uh, the room that we struggled in the most was the, uh, the room where you start to open the door and you have to hold the door right after the tower room. Uh, we, got, we got it to what, like 90 some percent and Chad and I got surprised and died. And then Jared was run an invis hunter and kind of kept resin us and turned into a whole big thing. But eventually we got it. We did get beat at our first, our first try ever. Um, I had six deaths. Chad had six deaths. Jared had three deaths in that one. The next one we did was Lake of shadows. Um, we'll, we'll discuss the changes in these uh, after this, I suppose. Uh, but in this one, I had six deaths. Chad had eight deaths and Jared had three deaths. And last but not least was arms dealer. I had three deaths. Chad had five deaths. Jared had one death. So Jared, uh, Jared was definitely the winner on this one. Jared had a total of seven. I had 15. Chad had 19. Um, I do want to speak on behalf of Chad and myself that Every time Jared goes invisible, all the aggro pulls to us. So uh, Jared's number is a little less than probably what it should be. So Chad and I, you know, we, we're the team players. We're just making sure we get things completed. So I'm going to make an uh, excuse. Jared, Jared won. A good player. <laughs> Jared won this week. Jared won. So um, go back and are watch these the totals- how many times I was the only one left alive. Well, you take yep. one room out of it, and it's not that many. <laughs> so, uh, saying that, uh, Jared, are these totals accurate that you that are up here at the top now? Yes. All right. So, Jared or Chad is in third place with eight thousand glimmer. Jared is in second place with eight point five thousand glimmer, and I am in first place with ten point five thousand glimmer. So. Uh, tight race. It was uh, two weeks ago. It was, uh, I had a, a very comfortable lead, but things have tightened up here as we head into the, head into the playoffs. You know what I mean? So, um, we did have a question about the, about the grandmasters in the mailbag section. So we will save discussion on those, uh, for that question. 
All right. Um, so that's probably it for gambling this week then. No uh, no bets going on probably this week. Probably take a week off. And that takes us into lore. Oh, boy. Like I said last week, uh, we're going to be getting into the uh, the lore book, The Beaten Path. Um, it's the one you get for, for doing the weekly story for the season. Uh, it's about Amanda Holiday and her, her origins, even though we got that nice, uh, that nice video in the beginning of, uh, or in the season, um, one of those like image ones with the voiceovers. Uh, but well, let's, we're going to do two chapters a day, two chapters next week, and then, uh, figure out what to do after that. But we're going to start off with the first chapter, the forest. Nora and Bram had picked a, picked a dead tree trunk as their target, rotted and blooming with mushrooms. It was a clear day, and the light filtered through the canopy of pine trees. After a few deafening shots from the chaperone, the forest had become so quiet that there was nothing left to hear but their own breaths. Bram lowered the shotgun, hoping against hope that he'd hit the stump this time. He hadn't. Nora let out a snorting laugh that broke the silence like another gunshot. Bram handed the gun back to his rifle and rolled his right shoulder, wincing. It's, uh, it's, it got a kick, he said finally. All the best things do, Nora said, hefting the gun and aiming down at sights. When she looked back at Bram, he was shaking his head. The first time you let me touch it, you didn't even warn me it has a kick? Nora grinned. You never noticed? Well, you never flinch, he said, winking. Guess I know it too well, she said with a smile. The air was chill. He pulled his threadbare coat from his shoulders and draped it onto his wife's. She handed the chaperone back to him and slipped her arms into the coat's sleeves. It didn't quite close over her belly. None of the scavenged winter clothes did anymore. You'll get used to it too, she offered. Pity as consolation. He raised the gun. Stand sideways. Hold it against your hip, she said. He propped it on his hip bone. She pushed aside. Not like that. Bram rolled his eyes, but it was with a smile. He did as she directed. He had always been a good listener. Remember when we first met, she said, stepping away. I met this gun first, he replied and fired. It had been in some dusty ruin on the road. The business end of the chaperone was the first thing he'd seen. Bram stared into the barrel before looking into the eyes of the woman holding it. When she saw he was no threat, the muzzle dropped. Nora Jericho, she said, as if she hadn't been about to shoot him. Where'd you come from? He gestured behind him. What's your name? He tried to speak, but nothing came out. He's still shocked into silence. You know it ain't safe here, right? She asked. Because of you? He blurted without thinking. Grimacing, he looked wide-eyed at her for one tense moment. Then she laughed. Nora, he, she said again. Bram, he answered at last. He shook her hand and gave a high, breathy laugh. A laugh of relief. This time, the shot hit its mark. The stump burst with the impact. Nora watched her husband smile, slow and triumphant. Then they heard another shot, then another. A sudden burst of arc energy seared the trunk from beside them. Crackling and burning, Bram stood frozen, but Nora grabbed the gun away from him and held it steady as she surveyed the rows of straight, tall trees. A movement at the corner of her eyes, she whipped around and fired. She hit the edge of a tree, enough to startle the fallen behind it. It turned to run, tripped on a root, and hit the ground. Its shock pistol skittered out of reach. It rolled onto its back, scrambling as Nora approached with her gun. She heard no other shots, no other movement. It was alone. It was terrified. Two of its arms had been cut away at the elbow. The fallen looked up from the barrel of her shotgun and locked eyes with her. It didn't even try to reach for its pistol. Nora stood silent, her finger on the trigger for a long moment. Then she nodded her head. At this permission, the fallen rose to its feet, then turned and took off into the forest. Nora waited until she could no longer hear its footsteps. Then she stopped, squatted, and picked up the gun the fallen had dropped. She handed it to her husband. Here, she said, more your speed. She held onto the gun tightly. She wondered briefly if the fallen had heard their practice shots and assumed they fired first. If it had attacked out of fear, she couldn't know. Her husband's arms came around her. She relaxed her grip on the gun. That night, she and Bram lay together in a shelter he made out of an old, rusted truck. He cleared the cab of spiders and put down blankets for a little comfort. Nora had climbed in, smiled, and declared it good enough in her own way. That was thanks. Why'd you let it go? 
Graham asked. Nora thought back to Fallen's terrified eyes. The chaperone ain't for killing. It's for protecting. Graham put a hand on her belly. He felt how their baby shifted inside her. Nora didn't flinch. Little Star's got a kick, Graham said with the same high, breathy laugh of relief. All the best things do. Nora and Bram named their child Amanda. They filled her heart with stories of the last city until it was overflowing as their own. Stories of rest and relief, of laying down their weapons. Stories that made their fear sharpened by the long road and its dangers soften and disappear for a moment. Stories of safety. For now, the chaperone was their only safety. They'd come to the village just for a night's rest. It was half-deserted settlement of rotted buildings, tents, and lean-tos. But they had livestock and a field for growing bitter vegetables. Is this the city? Amanda asked. No, Nora answered. She always said it with sadness. They traded with the inhabitants. Food, ammunition, warm clothing. When the fallen raided that night, Nora and Bram fended them off with beside the villagers. From a hiding spot, Amanda watched her mother fire the chaperone, watched Fallen die in a hiss of ether, watched her parents defend people they'd never met and would never meet again. She was used to the sight by now. The people were thankful and let them stay the night in an empty cowshed, even loaning them a gas lamp. It was a cold night and the family was happy for shelter and warmth. Bram portioned out the food while Nora took the chaperone out and laid it down on the straw. Amanda came to her side, curious. Nora watched as her daughter reached out for the gun and traced the curling embossed design on the barrel with a fingertip. She did it with the reverence, reserved for sacred things. Nora knew that was a good thing. It meant Amanda would treat the chaperone with care, not just as a weapon, but as a memory. My mama gave it to me when I left her, Nora told her daughter. She then nodded to the curly floral designs along the gun's receiver and barrel. But I did those. It had given her something to focus on, something to do when the day was too hot or too cold to keep moving. Carefully carving out those soft and delicate shapes, she'd thought herself beauty when the world could not. Can I shoot it? Amanda asked. She'd never asked before. Bram looked up with alarm at the prospect, but Nora only laughed and tussled her daughter's hair. No, Nora said, her voice kind but firm. She saw Amanda's disappointment across her face, that exaggerated, devastating emotion that only children can feel. She wouldn't cry, but she would sulk for a few days, at least until something else caught her interest and became her world. Nora wanted to keep her attention for as long as she could. You can help me clean it, Nora offered. I'll show you how to take it apart and put it back together, just like your little engines. Amanda's expression told Nora that this is what she really wanted. Together, they disassembled the gun, cleaned it, oiled it, reassembled it. Nora named each piece and what they did. Soon Amanda knew the shape and texture of it all, how the pieces fit together, how they functioned, how the parts worked to create a whole. Amanda took it all in with boundless curiosity that motivated her every thought and movement. We do this every time we use it, Bram told his daughter. Nora nodded. Every shot I fire, she continued. I gotta clean it so it's good as new and won't jam up when we need it most. That way it can protect people for a long time. Then she tickled her daughter's sides enough to make Amanda squirm and smile. That's how Nora knew her daughter would remember this moment. Bram laughed at the sight and came to sit beside them. Amanda crawled into his lap. Nora knew she'd teach her daughter to shoot one day, but for now, she wanted to savor the time when Amanda was too young to try. We use it to keep people safe, Nora said. That's all that matters. Nora watched her husband hold their daughter. She knew one day the city would keep Amanda safe. Nora wondered if the chaperone would have any place there. She had a quiet hope that it would not. Ooh. So we now know that uh, the wife is the one with the gun. <laughs> so that, that's interesting, but also that uh, Amanda happened to pass away with it too. Because obviously she took it on the mission with her and she was using it. So she wasn't able to really pass it down. She gave us a copy, I guess. But, uh, oof. That, that gun scene generations. I mean, it's probably still out there. I mean, it is, yeah. Crow, Crow ran ace of spades into the ground and we still repaired it. So we can probably repair it. <laughs> That's fair. 
All right, that Ready takes us mailbag? to yeah, yeah. All right, mailbag. Question one: Which grandmaster did you find the most difficult? Thoughts on the changes of Arms Dealer and Wake of Shadows? Um, most difficult has to be the Mars Battleground. Um, there's a lot of cheeses out there that can make it go by a lot easier. So I'm, I imagine those cheeses will probably get taken care of at some point. Uh, probably tackle it as soon as possible if you're still putting it off. And um, the the changes to Armsdale and Lake, I just don't like them. Like Michael Scott, nope, don't like that meme, you know. It's uh, just change it back, hmm. which won't happen. Yeah, the, the Tormentors were a bit much in both of those, I felt. Um, Lake of Shadows, you're fighting the one in the small room right before the boss room. Uh, the boss room's a nightmare in the Lake of Shadows. And then Arms Dealer, you're fighting the one instead of the, what, the third tank? Is the a, tank, yeah. It's actually a Tormentor that comes down in the circular platform that comes down. Yeah. Uh, the rest, uh, other than the the Tormentor and Arms, I thought the, I thought the boss room was a lot easier in Arms Dealer, but I thought the 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 tank room of Arms Dealer was uh, worse. So it's kind of like a net neutral. Uh, it, they did make more time. They did like add to it to make it longer to get to the tank room because you have to like shoot across. You can't clear that first area as fast. And then you have to like, you can't sparrow cheese to the side and, come up through you kind of have to go through you have to get the dudes out of their cages or whatever right mm-hmm. so saying that every one of these we beat on our first try except for glassway because we had just a bad luck death bad luck wipe so um i can't really say any of them were too difficult um but i agree that even though glassway is the one we died on Mars Battleground is the most difficult. Yep. Yeah. Basically, I was going to say what Ryan just said. Essentially, we just happened to have a Wyvern walk to the left of us, fire two shots, and kill all of us at the same time. (laughs) So dumb. It happens. You know, whatever. The splash damage on that is absolutely atrocious. It happens. Um, But that Mars Battleground is horrific. And we only were being saved by it because one of us was allowed to survive <laughs> when the other two died and then uh, pick us up, you know, um, or just end the encounter by being invisible and just running out the clock or running up the clock, the timer, I guess. Um, yeah. So our time, our time was 42 minutes we'll f- and 15 seconds on that one. Yeah. That it, we was, were, it was, it we was not a good one. It. Changes. The tormentor in that tiny room and arms dealer was unnecessary. The meatball at the beginning needs to have way less health. It is, it's, it's wild the amount of ammo that thing had, like takes. And it's just, it's crazy. Um, I forgot about that one. Yeah. The, the meatball's horrific. If the meatball had a little bit less health and it didn't have a tormentor, I'd be like, oh, it's fine. It's strikes, strikes fine. Um, And then arms dealer. Yeah. Being in, actually being forced to be in the boss room wasn't bad. Um, but the tormentor in that one too was, it didn't feel good. Yeah. So I think like the biggest thing with arms dealer for me is the threshers. Like there's no direct way to oh, take him yeah. down except for grenade launcher or rocket launcher. Like there's no quit spot. There's no place to shoot to just take out the gun or the missiles. Like it's, it's so screwed up to where like you can just pump your primary in there for minutes and minutes in order to take him down. Or uh, you'd have to like sleeper the, the the cannon on the front to take it out, yeah, or just this, blow it up. Those like are your two options. Disney, if Bungie wants to have thrusters in the game, that's fine. But give us viable ways to take them down, like something, some kind of skill shot, some kind of weak spot to take them out. It just doesn't make sense. And then also the Lake of Shadows, the the taking goop on the ground, like you could see yep. nothing on the ground below you, and it, you're taking damage somehow. It's just like, where am I taking damage from? Like, they need to visually make it better, or like, if you can't see it, you don't take damage from it. It's just, yeah, that one. I remember. I I think you guys were trying to survive and 
do your thing. And my whole goal was like, I'm going to try to kill this boss by myself with my well lock. <laughs> and uh, Chad dropped his well. And I think I used it. I think I did like 60 seconds of like sustained damage and took most of his health down just with like grenades and, and primary to refill the grenades. Um, and we killed it like right as the well went down. So one of those things that um, whenever like Starfire gets nerfed and things that might end up being a real pain in the behind getting all the way to that boss and wiping a few times until we learn that boss room a little better. All right. Question two, one to 10. How much, how much are you looking forward to guardian games? Is it rigged for Titans to win this year? I'm a I guess like a, like a four, I guess like below average. I'm sure I'm below whatever the community average is. I'm below it. So I'll say a three to a four, probably. I'm probably sitting at a five because of the Supremacy 6v6 playlist. Because mm-hmm. um, I literally wanted that. So that's like the only thing I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, that's good. I'm I'm not, I don't, I don't care. Um, I'm just glad it's an event where I'm not like, go do stuff and then come do the event stuff. I don't like those yes. events. I hate those. I can't stand those. It's like, just let me play and do stuff and then uh, passively do things like bake cookies. I'm cool with that. Yeah, it's fine. I like that one. I just play the game. Moments of Triumph, though, where they have the European aerial zone. Like, Ugh. just shoot me in the head. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Remember the uh, Festival of the Lost, the Infinite Forest stuff? like going through branches i don't want to do that i just want to do what i'm going to do normally you give me some extra thing and i turn the extra thing in so that's kind of how i like my destiny events yep so i'm at a solid two um the only thing i'm thankful for is that it is one of those events where you can just play stuff and and you can pick up bounties and be like i'm gonna get these medals and be like well this one's just putting me in the strike playlist okay whatever (laughs) that's fine or you can delete it and, or no, because they're they're set. You just have to wait till another one comes around. But it's, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's not like a. It's like oh, you have to do these things and then go in here with your medals and cash them in to open up a chest. So. All right. Question three: Are you going to splurge on the Guardian game ornaments? I probably will, um, because I have all the Warlock ornaments, <clears throat> like dating all the way back. Um. The one that I have to say the the if if you don't have it, I know that a lot of times when these come around, they have like the the previous event ornaments for sale as yeah. well. Like um, there is a warlock chest, like a robe that is out of this world. That it kind of looks like uh, it has like a cool like diamond embroidered fabric that has like the yellow red and blue lines that kind of crisscross together it's one of the best chess pieces in the game that you can use as an ornament so keep your eye out for that um that would be the only thing i would recommend if i'm looking at this i think the titan looks pretty good except for its helmet so i could probably swap its helmet out for something else but i'm probably not dropping the Bart Duster server to get what? any of them. But the helmet looks like it's got headphones on, dog. Unless it looks no, like, I don't know why it looks angle, like that. I don't care much for the helmet. I, I know. So it's, I what, know. Is, what is is it usually is it six thousand bright dust or eight thousand bright dust? Six. six typically. And it's it's usually what like is it fifteen hundred silver? I thought it was like a thousand, but I thought it was ten bucks. But they could increase the prices, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen dollars is gonna be hard to spend. Just being honest with you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh question All right. four. Should Bungie show the next season early to build hype? Or they should just or should they just drop the trailer? The day before the season. 
I mean, um, this particular one, Season of the Deep, they released the name for this before Lifefall dropped um, to build up a lot of, of, not skepticism, but make a lot of people think about it. Um, there's obviously a couple of ideas where everyone's like, no, there's, it's, it has to be this. Like there's, there's no way it's not this. Um, so they could leave it to the last minute or they could just release stuff like the week of, or like the, the bun, like the, the, uh, the twab before. So give people like four days of like, like, like here's a video we, we got in the twab and then like Monday morning, they release another video. And then Tuesday morning, they release another video while the patch is going on. Like, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Give us some stuff to, you know, you know, sink our teeth into beforehand. But uh, they already gave us a name. I don't think they're going to give us much more until until we get right on it. Uh, to me, they should do it the second week of Guardian Games. So like May 9th or May 11th, they should they should drop it. Yeah, I feel like the uh, community is not in the best of morale right now, and maybe something new to show up might help with that. Uh, it's been it's been tough on the the social media groups and the Reddit's and everything. It seems like everybody's in complain mode. Uh, we're at that part of the destiny cycle to where like something new comes out and it's awesome. And then everybody hates it. And then everybody leaves the game and then everybody plays other games and realizes that this game is better than those other games. They release information and then everybody gets excited and loves the new stuff. And then it just kind of goes in this giant circle. Um, question five, the last question before the riddle question, uh, Chad, I'll let you explain this for everybody, but is Dado getting kicked out of math class? Okay. Um, was it yesterday? Yeah, yeah, it was yesterday. Yesterday, I believe Dado put out a video, um, talking about the the computer engineering side of Destiny. Um, he talked to a couple of uh, people in the field, some professionals, some experts in the field, and basically went through each of the community's complaints um, about about the game currently. Um, so like one of the complaints, like, Oh, they just need to switch to a new engine and, and this stuff will be fixed. Um, this game's on spaghetti code. Um, uh, it's, it's server, blah, blah, blah stuff. Nonsense things. I don't really pay attention to cause I, I, I see the salt and I move on and look for other stuff to, to read. Um, but I know of them cause it's, it's always, you know, switch to a new engine has always been a, a thing that people say. Um, and I don't ever, I don't ever, uh, put myself into these situations because I'm not an expert. I don't know anything about anything. And one of the things I like to say is I don't know anything, so I'm not going to say anything about it because I don't want to sound dumb. And I'm one of those people that's curious. So I'd like someone to educate me on, on why things will or would not work or hypothetically stuff like that. Um, and I'm very much like, I'm going to listen to the expert because they, this is what they do. This is their whole field and they know what they're talking about. I don't know anything. I know. So when I, when I started watching the video, obviously I, I'm just watching all the things I'm listening to him and his explanations. And I'm like, well, this is coming from another middleman. He's explaining what he understood from the people he talked to. And I'm like, well, now I need to do my own research and listen to other people or listen to a person. And I was scrolling through Reddit and there were lots of people that were computer engineers and they were like, yeah, no, this, this switching, switching to a new engine isn't easy. Like you could be an expert in the field, like be an absolute professional in, in video game, in a video game engine and move to another engine and have to relearn everything because they work differently. And he's like, it doesn't matter how many years of experience you have. If you don't have experience in that particular engine, you're starting from scratch. You may have more experience learning this stuff faster, but you, you know, you're starting over and it's, it's worse moving a game over. And I'm like, well, okay. I, I still, I still don't understand very much of it. So I can't explain it very well because I'm not the expert. 
Um, so because he went and and explained each of uh, the reasons why all of these these people were wrong in a way that Datto is very well known for, which is uh, you're wrong, here's why kind of a thing. Um, the math class Twitter, I don't know who's in charge of it. They were using the word we a lot, which made me think it's a one person who is blanket statementing. Uh, I'm sure Ryan will give his opinion in a bit. Um, saying that Datto is out of line. Um, the community has been talking about this stuff for a reason. Datto doesn't know what's going on. He's not in touch with the community anymore and stuff like that. And that's when I, that's when I decided to nope out of the situation. Cause I'm like, same my clan. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the expert in this clan, so I'm out <laughs> like, okay, whatever. It's just another video for me. And then I saw that Astacross put out a video also on the engine this morning and I'm like, Ooh, what did he say? <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's, people are capitalizing on that situation and, and getting their views in and their clicks. So whatever. I mean, we're doing the same thing, so it's fine. Whatever. I guess uh, my thing, are we allowed to use the P word on this podcast? Type it in. I don't know what P word. No, 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 no. Like pandering, you know, like they're pandering. Well, you just used it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I feel like the, uh, I feel like this is a little bit of pandering going on by the, the, uh, the math class Twitter account pandering to the audience, maybe trying to build that social media presence, perhaps. Um, surely to God, they don't think that they're bigger than Datto because Datto is the only reason anybody's ever heard of math class. And if Datto leaves math class, then they are done. Um, they are not. I just hope they're not delusional enough to think that they'll stick around that way. Yeah, it kind of seems uh, what Fox is saying there, or it's just like, one or a few a handful of like the b or c teams like hey we should probably usurp data so we can rise to the ranks and and be on the a team for my math class you know maybe it's that um that old leopard stealth back there trying to stir up some trouble um (laughs) you know trying to create another meme or something you know all right chad any thoughts you think it's just uh for the laws. Um, I don't know anything about this field, so I'm going to recuse myself at this point in time. All right. Last question is actually the riddle. Um, I'm going to read the riddle to you guys. I know the answer to this. I'll read it to you, and then you guys can go from there. Two fathers and two sons went fishing one day. They were there the entire day and only caught three fish. One father said, that is enough for all of us. We will have one each. How can this be possible? Yeah. Oh, so one of the... That's easy. Yeah. So like yeah. there's like a grandfather, a son, and then like another son. So. Yeah. 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 So there was a father, Three a son, generations. and a son, son. Yeah. 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 That equals two fathers and two sons for a total of three. I'm proud of you guys. That's that the first one. That's the first one you guys have got, right? No, we got. I got no, the got the, so the cards. No, you have not. Week. Yes, we have. I didn't get the first the, one. Oh, the Jared first one. No, it was him. It was him. That man's father is my father's son. Yeah, he's I didn't get that one. Yeah, Jared got it. Now that you know the answer, now that you know the answer, you got it. I had that one. Get out of here. He had that one. He had it. I don't think so. All right, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at Destiny CC Pod. I think Jared's telling lies. Don't forget, you can uh, listen to past episodes on Spotify, iTunes, other podcast, other podcast services. You can watch us on YouTube. Uh, I'm going to let these other two guys sign off. Uh, with Guardian Games coming up, you know, make sure you represent your class and bank the medallions. We know that it's been in a cycle. To where some class was destined to win, predetermined that's basically the start of the way Matt uh, Destin decided to do the math. But every class has officially won one now, so maybe this one is actually going to be competitive, and the right one will win. Unless it's Titans or Warlocks, why we'll call that they was rigged. <laughs> um, 
I don't care. Uh, but I'll enjoy, I'll enjoy what happens on the Reddit after the first five days of the competition. And it's one class. I'm going to, I'm going to, I hope that happens. I hope it's not like one class and then the next class wins and the next, no, I hope it's a single class wins the first five days. I will, I will absolutely enjoy myself. As always, go cats. Love you guys.